Welcome, everybody, to Truth 101. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we've been waiting on it. Amen. I'm so excited. Thank you all for joining in. We've been promoting this for the last few weeks. In honor of Black History Month, we are doing Local Heroes. And I have one of my favorite local heroes right here, Sister Didi. And I'm so grateful that she was able to come and join us. I'm just happy to sit in the same place with her and hear about what God's been doing in her life and a blessing to be able to share it with you all. Let me tell you, I met Didi a few years ago. I'm bad with time frames because I'm telling you, God been taking us through time real quick. <laughs> but I met Didi a few years ago at the Life Center. And when I met Didi, she was kind of, you could tell like she wasn't really sure what she was doing there, but she knew that she was there. <laughs> she was very uh, standoffish, right? She wasn't really um, friendly, right? She wasn't a friendly type. <laughs> but over time, I got to know Didi, and we were able to build a relationship. And I'm going to just say that I'm so proud of you, Didi. Like, I just wanted to tell you this earlier, but I didn't want to ruin it. So I'm going to tell you now. But I'm just super proud of you allowing God to use you, letting that anger go, letting that frustration go, letting the woe is me go. You see what I'm saying? And really just pressing in for God. So I'm just super grateful to be a part of your journey and to be able to watch you grow. And I know it's God, because I know when I seen you, it had to be God. <laughs> Who else? Who else could have done it? So I'm just super proud of you. And um, yeah, I'm going to let Didi talk because y'all know I talk all the time. So this is about her and what she's been doing. Hey, Jackie, thank you for joining. Um, so Didi, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and where you came from? Uh, my name is Didi. I'm from Minneapolis. Um, I'm an 80s baby. So, you know, oh, I was here doing the whole academic, my mom, my mother uh, had a drug addiction that I was young with, dealing with, well, she was young, we were both young, dealing with it, growing up together, only being 15 years apart. Um, that put like a lot of uh, pressure on me as being the oldest sibling. So I always had to look out for my brothers and my sister and just make sure that we were good. And no matter what, I was their protector. And um, I would say then after that, I, like that just made my life become faster. I became a, I wanted to be out in the streets a lot more. I wanted to hang out more. I wanted to get my own money. Um, and just doing things that really didn't have a purpose. And my first love ended up being killed when I was 18 years old. So I think that really did a lot for me. Like I start chasing for real all the wrong things all the time. Like just partying, hanging out, doing, doing things that didn't make no sense. Yeah, so it was just like I had to figure it out. And luckily, God ended up blessing me with my kids. That was my first step that changed my life, honestly. My son, I had my son when I was 25. So when that came, it was just like the whole perspective. It's time to grow up and figure this thing called life out. But yet and still, it was a struggle, you know, mm -hmm. I'm still not happy, still doing things that aren't of God's will, right? <laughs> apparently. So <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. And then I, um, well, I had my second daughter, me and my kids, father, we were together for like 13 years. It was very 
toxic thing. It wasn't healthy for me at the age I was in. I was already had high blood pressure in this relationship for the jobs that I was doing. Just all that. So I ended up, should I say this word? Oh, so then I ended up coming to the, the church. One day I seen a flyer for that Thanksgiving outreach, came and heard everyone's testimony then about how they've been broken and healed. So I started coming and that was just a thing. I came to service a few times, then I wanted to just do more. I started volunteering in the mm-hmm. church. I remember the first day I came, Pastor looked at me like so crazy. <laughs> Pastor <laughs> Miss Lily. Yeah. It was like a secret agent. Lily would talk to her and Pastor would say something, then they'll talk to me. But they ended up letting me come there and volunteer. And I ended up volunteering like four days a week mm-hmm. for like eight eight months straight. I will say that that was like a just a refresher to me and just let me know that God is a provider. I didn't have a job or anything. And anything that I needed or wanted or came up, it was like, it was taken care of. Mm-hmm. I was getting all type of weird blessings just out of nowhere. So I was grateful for that. And that made me know that I was on the right path yes. to change and greater things were to come. Yes. Like all the stuff I've been chasing was really nothing. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't happy. I was still miserable, mad, frustrated, Man, could nobody tell me something? I thought I could whoop them. Say something, anything I was doing, I was ready for it. But thank God for the growth. Amen. Amen. And so when you came, what what prompted you like to come to the Life Center? Like how what were you feeling? You know, coming from the background of having to raise your siblings and then being in the streets, like at what point were you just like, what what feelings did you feel? Like, I'm tired, like I'm fed up, or just like I'm just broken. Yeah. I feel so broken. You know, like, like I said, you chase all the wrong things. Yeah. You chase a relationship for so long. You chase a job. You chase money. All that stuff, it still wasn't making me happy. It don't fill you up. It's yeah. It's just not enough. And I just wanted to feel joy, like yes. no other. Amen. Like, for real. And it's. I feel it now, like yes. to wake up with the joy of the Lord. I never knew what that meant. Okay. And now you just wake up and be like, thank you, Lord, and cry. Right. Be awoke that yes, day. Like, that's some that's the joy of the Lord. Like you just gotta be grateful. Yes, absolutely. That is amazing. And that's how it feels. Like you used to feel like, well, if I just get this job or if I just have this much money. Or if this dude just love me back, then everything will be okay, right? right? And then you get to a place where it's like, none of that don't even matter. As long as I got God, I got the joy in the Lord. That's all I need. So what were the challenges that you faced? Like you and your, you had friends and you had this whole lifestyle going on. So now Diddy trying to change. What type of challenges did you face with changing from that life to this life? Oh, I lost friends. Definitely. Yeah. I lost friends who I thought, we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, people, for sure. You know, say your best friend. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything, and you start changing your life, and then you don't realize what a person was really in your life for. You know, like I have friends who was around me because my house I always had liquor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they know they could come to my house and get a shot. Yeah. So when I start saying, "No, nah, I ain't got no more liquor," you want to meet me at church? <laughs> oh, well, you got church again Wednesday? Oh. Every day, right? Every day, the right. Lord wants you to come and see Him. That's you know? right. So yeah, I lost friends. I lost friends. I lost um, just relationships, just because I I don't want the same thing. Mm-hmm. It, the same thing doesn't thrill me anymore. Like it's not about me hanging out in nobody's bar or nobody's 
house party or all that. I'm I'm past that for real. Meet me at church. Amen. That's where the Holy Ghost party happens. And if people care about you, they wouldn't mind it. They right? wouldn't mind it. They should be see that. That's the you know, and that's kind of what I see the problem is with a lot of us. We kind of are set in our ways, and it's like this is what everybody else around us is doing. So when we step out, it's kind of like we're the black sheep. Nobody, people looking at us like they like we crazy. Nobody wants to hang with us. Or they think we're better than exactly, exactly. Better than you, but I definitely am outgrown. Yes, that situation. That part. Amen. Or I do definitely just want better for myself. Yes. It's about to be full. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But yeah, <laughs> we up there. And it's time for change. It's we time for change. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Same thing with me. I lost friends. I lost relationships, you know. Um, but I'm willing to give all that up Come on. for what God has given me, you know, because nothing or no one can compete or compare to the life that God has for us. And that's what I say. All the friends I lost definitely have been replaced. You that's know what right. I'm like now with the church, I'm getting all type of family, friends, like people who I know genuinely care. Like all the same, how are you doing? And not mm-hmm. what you doing and right. what you want. You right. know, like right. that's something. That's something. You gotta have people who pray for you, care for you, not just party with you. That's right. That's right. So when you were changing, what type of obstacles did you overcome? Like we talk about the challenges of change, but what about the obstacles? Like, um, say, I don't know, like for me, I had a little side hustle to make money. Right. And then I got to this place where I was really broke. And so now I'm like, okay, do I still do this side hustle or do I trust in the Lord or even like drinking and partying or, you know, what type of challenges did you face? Like as you were pressing in, as you were trying to press towards the mark, because you know how you always say new level, new devil. So as you pressing towards the mark, they got all these things that come against you. What type of things did you experience coming against you as you were on your road to, to changing your life over to God? Well, my thing used to be, I used to be a Facebook clown. Yes. Like literally, I would wake up, cuss people out, <laughs> make a status about them, their mama, anybody. You know, that was my thing. And another thing. <laughs> yeah, and your mama. <laughs> and your mom, everybody. I, I didn't care. But one of my challenges that I was facing, I would be putting up all these like got Bible quotes or whatever. And it'll be people, ah, you think you holier than now. And they, you know, and I just felt like I was being tested because of me, me trying to change. They want me to still be the same yes. person and be yes. that ignorant Didi when now I'm trying to be this loving Didi. Like, yes. honestly, I try and I am though. So, you are. You are. so that, and then even like the drinking part, like I said, I always had liquor in my house. So that just was a thing. I had to leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Like start having tea. I had a real, real life refrigerator in my room for liquor. Right. Okay. <laughs> Real. I don't want to have yeah, like, nightcap. Yeah, my little <laughs> nightcap, whatever, party cap. I had that right in my bedroom. So I had to empty that thing out, put juice in there, and just let it be. Like, yeah. it's not about me drinking. It ain't stopping the problem. Right. It's not solving the problem. It's really making me more emotional. Now I'm going to the crazy stage. And hey, you got another problem. Now I got more problems. <laughs> I didn't act the fool when I was drunk. Oh. No, um, that that was a challenge, and I just had to leave people where they was at. Yes, because everybody ain't gonna be able to walk alongside of me. No, I had to realize that. Mm-hmm. Like, 
this is for me. I ask God to remove anything and anybody that isn't for of me and of him. Like, right. is if they found for me and my growth, I don't need it. So I felt as if they disappeared. That wasn't for me. That's right. That's true. Because the real one's going to stick around and they're going to support you and they're going to motivate you. Like you said, they're going to pray for you. They're going to root you on. Everybody else going to try to find a flaw in your faith. Oh, well, if there is a God, why this? And you praying to this God, 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 you know? But that's a them problem. You know what I'm saying? They don't have nothing to do with me. (laughs) Exactly. So they got to take that up with Big Daddy. That's how I feel. Okay, so um, why don't you tell everybody what you're doing right now? Well, right now I have a job with a place called Breaking Free, and it's a women's shelter for women who have been sexually exploited and they're trying to live, leave the life mm-hmm. and live differently. So I work at do that out. I mean, it's a program. It's a shelter for women. And I'll just try to go there and just be their light for them. You know, some of these people are coming in so broken. Yeah. They're so hurt, so lost. And they're young girls from 16 and 24. Wow. So they're really just figuring out life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a critical age yeah. for them to have already experienced all that stuff. So that, that I felt like God placed me there due to me doing my outreach yeah. with the church. Yes. On Friday nights, I go out and do street team, go out and pray at liquor stores with mm-hmm. random people shelters bus stops you know that that fire right there was just like nothing like I never experienced it because you never you never think that you're gonna go out on a Friday night while you walking into the liquor store you'll see somebody who say hey I want to pray for you are you okay and for you to offer that prayer for someone whenever they going through it is the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. And that's <laughs> and that's a real uncomfortable place to be in too, because you used to be the one going in the liquor store. So now you might see sure. people that know you or you know, and you come and talk about can I pray for you? They looking at you like you <laughs> you, <laughs> like, you trying to pray for me, like you know? church Exactly. They yeah. it's like they almost want to take you for a joke, but they see you gotta be serious. You out here talking about praying for somebody in front of the liquor store. So I just think that's really admirable. And I think it's definitely a part of humility to doubt itself. It, it doesn't matter what other people think or what other people are saying or their reservations. I'm out here for the Lord. You want some prayer or no? I'm praying for you anyway. If I pray with you or not, I'm still gonna pray. That's right. That's right. And that's amazing because everybody looking for the answer in the bottle, in the blunt, in the cigarette, in the man, in the club, and the and the answer ain't in none of that. It's only in God. They only gonna get that fullness in the God and God. So I think that's really dope. And I definitely think that you are in at that shelter because you put your heart into that um outreach ministry. God can only promote. You can only receive it if God gives it to you. Anything else, it's just it's just not for you. And um, what's the name of the shelter she has? It's called Breaking Free. So I believe it's in St. Paul, it's right? St. Paul, yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful program. And even now, my supervisor has told me that they're going to get this outreach program going where we go out and give out, like, so I told her, I'm like, we should go out and give out bags. We're like, you know, women things yeah. in there, and then even definitely throw a little Bible in there. That's you know? right, sure. So we're gonna. Um, she said that we're gonna get that started, and once that gets the going, then that'll be my thing. Like I'll be the Amen. supervisor, have my own little team. So I'm definitely. I'm waiting for this winter to break so yes. we can get out and yes. really do that. And I'm so excited. I'm, Amen. I'm just excited for the shift in my life. You know, like I, like I said, I've been through so much, and now 
like to just wake up in peace yes. every day. Yes. It's like no other. The peace that surpasses all understanding. Baby. Amen. And I think outreach ministry is is one of the most important ministries because you're going out to minister to the people that's not coming into the church. Yeah. They're not coming into the church. They're probably not coming into the shelter because they may be too scared to come or they're not comfortable to come. You know, they don't, they just don't want to change, you yeah. know? So if they see somebody that could come out there and relatable and not treating them like a foreign object, you know, that's loving on them, like Jesus loves on us, you know, it can definitely change somebody's life. You know, so you're a life changer. You're a hero. That's why you're here today. So I hope it encourages somebody else. You know, you don't have to be subject to what everybody else around you is doing. You don't have to be subject to how you grew up, how you was raised. God has a perfect plan for all of us. And it ain't that, you know, we thought it was. Yeah, we think it is. This little bitty plan that we got, like, God, look at it. Like, okay, stop playing. I'm Okay. Like, let me bless you for real. Just, just, just come on over and I'm going to bless you for real. Yes, yes, yes. It's like what they say, tell God your plans and he going to laugh at them. She said something so powerful at, um, at Testimony Thursday a couple of weeks ago. She was saying that everything that's going on in her life, she didn't ask for that. She just ended up here like because it's willingness. Once God knows that, that you are willing and your heart is there, oh, man, he can really use you and take you places. more powerful like i want to be a prayer warrior for mm -hmm. real like make my prayer as stronger than ever before next thing you know what happened yeah lily call <laughs> oh 2022 <laughs> we want you to be opening prayer service for thursdays and sundays i'm like no right she's like yes i'm like i'm not ready you you ready you ready yeah and I was ready. And at the end, it was like, at first I would go in with these plans. I'm going to use this and I'm going to say this. I'm going to put the Holy Spirit around me to something every week, yes. every time. And it was, it worked. Yes. And I'm grateful for it. Amen. Yes, you definitely grew with that. She didn't want to touch the microphone, let alone get on it. <laughs> so when we look like we want to ask her to pray, she gone like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> But that you know, prayer is our language, it's our weapon. So now we got to use that thing and use it with authority, you know, um, because God has given it to us. It's the way that we communicate. And I'm glad that you grew out of that because you got a powerful prayer and people need it. Like um, she was saying, she was in the shelter and uh, she said, it'd been great to have someone like you come by. You know, people need encouragement and need a word and just need to feel loved. You know, not judgmentally or nothing. Cause like I said, we are uh, everybody. Please show me one person who ain't been through nothing. Come on. You know, and yeah. it's like you can't look at people and be so judgmental. Like you just never know like what happened to make them be where they at. And you gotta meet them where they at. You're still love on them. Yeah. Regardless. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, sometimes it's gonna be hard. Some people ain't even willing to receive it all the time. Mm -hmm. But yet and still, you love them still. Yeah, right. That's our job. It ain't our job to make them receive it. It's our job to give it. You know, like Jesus loves us. We sinners. We all sinners, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, because we're sinners, Jesus came. And so it's like, if he can hang with the sinners and kick it with them, why we can't? You know, who are we to judge the next person? 
and it might be just that. It was for me coming to the Life Center to love. You know, it was love that I had never felt before and never experienced before. Going into other churches, you feel like people looking at you crazy. Like, they don't want you there. Not looking at you crazy, trying to figure out What's what we're well, going to do with you. Yeah, you exactly. You. But it's more so they looking at you like, why are you here? What are you doing here? You know? How much time I'm offering? <laughs> See, and that, and that's why we come on here and we talk to people because we need people to know that's that's not what it's about. That's not what it's about at all. God says, for one, come as you are, and for two, we're here to love you. And if a person ain't showing love, then God not in them. That's just that. God is love. And if a person can't show love, then ain't no God in that, you know? So, yeah, it's just very encouraging to talk to Black people, especially urban Black people, because Black people are so gone away from God and what God is capable of because of the misuse, you know, that it's been presented to them the wrong way. So they just shun away from it. You know, they don't even want to hear about no God. They don't want to see about no God because what they was taught was you sin, you die, you go to hell. That's it. End of story. Exactly. (laughs) So to see real people that's really been saved, set free, and delivered, and seeing how God is moving in our lives, I think that's something that gives people hope. It makes people press in. And so if it's somebody out there that needs that boost let this be your boost today it really happens we're not gassing you up we're not just making this is real like i really watched god perform miracles in her life you know i really watched it like only god it's no other ex even for myself i said it was only god because my plans I just realized how silly that it must have been. You know, I know God was just up there shaking his head like these fools. <laughs> right, whenever they ready, I got the kingdom ready for them. You know, and they say, um, I can't think of what it is, but if somebody know it, put it in the chat. It says the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Everybody don't want to step up to the plate, but God God got a harvest for you. And I'm talking about he wants us to live life and live life abundantly. It's just, are you ready to step up to the plate? Don't worry about how you're going to make money. Don't worry about who you're going to upset. The only person we should be trying to please is God in the first place. And if he take care of um, the birds and the trees, why wouldn't he take care of us? You know, girl, come on was just so amazing like you gotta think of the small things that even this breath this voice this everything this all from god yes and then our story our life our upbringing this is our story can't nobody like pastor say can't nobody write our book but us that's right and we got to be make sure we end it correctly with Mm -hmm. god's will period we can't be out we can't and i just always be like less of me more you and with that I gotta be available for that. That's right. Come on, that's a word. Yes. I can't say I want less and more, and I'm still sitting back. Right, holding on to his past and say your dirty bottle caps. <laughs> you don't want to get that up because you don't know what he got. No, I'm gonna hold on to this. God, like, just give it up and put your hands up, and I'm gonna bless you. Right, I'm gonna put something in your hands so full that you can't even hold it. But we want to hold on to stuff. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what I'll be saying. I want to live the good life, the God life, okay? So, yeah. So, I think that's just really amazing, and I'm so proud of you. And uh, is there anything else you want to share to encourage anybody today? I just say this. God didn't make no mistakes from it. Right. Oh, there you go. Right there. <laughs> he, he don't make no mistakes, you know? And it, I know we all be down and out. It's hard times. Stuff. I might even try to act like my life is just so perfect because I know God now. That's far from the case. Every day I'm tested, but it's how I'm going to act or react to this test yes. and get past this test. Yeah. So I just want people to stay encouraged. Like, just try it. Even yeah. if just try the life center. Yeah. And if you ain't impressed one time, then you ain't got to come back. It ain't for you. Yeah. But just try it. Try even getting in your word. I know sometimes I came to the church. I didn't even know how to read the Bible. I didn't have no understanding. I'm like, I think I should start a new one. Please start a new one because this thing is dusty. I ain't did nothing with it. I'm so for real. And now my Bible that I have, it is highlighted. I know that everything in there came from me. It's markings that I didn't read. I didn't got and understood and learned about life so just try it ain't no other way i wouldn't have it no other way and that's the thing about god so if you ask he'll give it to you so even if it's understanding you know if you need understanding you ask god to give you understanding maybe the bible you got ain't for you the king james maybe you need an niv or a standard bible maybe you need a recovery bible you know it's different things that you could do but whatever you do just do it don't get discouraged don't let because um, something's not working out or you can't understand something be the reason you completely stop you know mm-hmm. you have to keep pushing because that's the type of things that's going to come about if you can't get past oh I can't understand this so I quit when you go through real obstacles how you gonna pass those if that's all it took for you to give up you know what I'm saying just quit, just quit. It, you know it's not an option we were made strong we were made to be strong you know and God take us through things to make us even stronger. So as we push mm-hmm. towards this, the next thing ain't going to be that difficult because, hey, if I made it through that, like your childhood, mm-hmm. you made it through that, everything else is like, just a piece of cake. Trust me, I got God with me. <laughs> I got God with me. I'm really going to be all right. Like, you know, it's, it's everything works out for the good of those that love the Lord, right? So if you ask, you seek, you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. Amen. That's the word. So thank you, Dee Dee. I sure appreciate you. Make sure y'all share it because y'all know like I know somebody needs to hear it. Maybe somebody grew up like Didi did. Maybe somebody needed this word today. That's what it's about. We don't do this for um, likes. We do this to get the word out and spread the good news to encourage somebody to come see God, right? Whether you do it at our church, at another church, online, just get to know God. He's absolutely amazing and you won't regret it. You can't regret it. There's nothing bad that could come from having a relationship with God. You're going to go through stuff anyway. At least if you know God and you have the tools, you know how to get through that stuff. Amen. So we're going to pray on out of here. You you want to do the honor since you're such a prayer warrior now. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Clap for these people. <laughs> <laughs> the setup is so real. The setup. <laughs> you got this, girl. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord God. I just want to thank you for the placement that you are, Lord God. Thank you for your Thank you for Sister Veronica, Lord, for her platform. And her just wanted to spread the love, the hope, Lord God. And that we can just continue to encourage any and everybody that came across this message, Lord God. I ask you to just continue to keep all of our hearts filled with your love, Lord. 
and just continue to guide us, Lord. These people who are watching, I ask that you soften their heart, Lord. Just have their open their ears like never before, so they could hear things that they've never heard, and just teach them things that they've never known. Yes. So I just ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look at that fire. She's such a prayer warrior. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. We love y'all. Make sure you share it. And I think the next time we'll be on here, oh, we have a special on Super Bowl. We have a KG Wilson, Minneapolis activist. So make sure you guys check in because he's going to share his story and spread some hope. All right. Love you all. Bye-bye.